0: You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSE has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening with Nick Kunza from Sandman Private Wealth. And uh, I've been up uh, quite a long time, I mean, on and off watching this thing. I, the Florida thing had me completely enthralled, and, and eventually I had to give mm. up on it because I knew I wouldn't get any sort of satisfaction from it. But just watching, fast-forwarding to Mr. Trump, President Trump, hopefully soon to be ex-president trump speaking at the white house and just lying and you gave me a good mm. analogy or fair about the rugby match you're ahead after 60 minutes 20 minutes to go but you say oh no sorry can we go now please i've won it's exactly mm. the same it's extraordinary
1: yeah Oh, look, I don't want to t- t- get too uh, despondent, but I mean, it, it certainly looks like our worst, uh, well, I think the world's worst fears have been realized in that this election is now coming down to the wire and possibly will be too close to call. Uh, Mr. Trump, about five minutes ago, um, had, holding a press conference, coming out and saying basically declaring victory. Um, And saying that if he basically he wants to stop counting as of now, and if not, he's going to get his supreme, uh, he's going to get the Supreme Court and his lawyers to cease counting now and declare him victory, which is completely untrue unheard of and quite frankly uh, I, think, uh, I think amongst most uh, sort of commentators and watchers they sort of envisage this in their worst case scenario mm. but it looks like it's playing out and, this is, and unfortunately uh, you can tell the market always votes with its feet uh, NASDAQ was limit up at one point it's now down a percent so it's reversed 5% uh, pretty much since uh, since he decided to, uh, sounds like, send his, uh, his dogs into the supreme dogs, so it looks like it's going to be
0: It's very interesting because you go back four years, the market also reacted in one way and then went the other way almost immediately because when it Mm. became clear that Trump was going to be the next president of the United States of America, the Dow futures, I remember, were down about 1,100 points and everyone said, well, Mm. wait a second, this is a Wall Street man. So they reversed all that. The same thing has happened this time, but for different reasons. So the market is going to be all over the place. Yeah, Uh, I've got the S&P down just uh, just Mm. over 1% now at 33.26. was 34. Wasn't it 34 Plus, yes, mm. it was. It was about a, plus, about almost a
1: five yeah. percent swing. Mm. Look, I wouldn't be. Look, if this if this plays out like it looks like it's going to, uh, and it goes down and starts getting... I mean, this can be limit down for a couple of days now. You know, uh, f- bearing in mind, I think seven percent is a circuit breaker, and then we'll go from there. But yeah, this is not uh, not playing out uh, as as according to plan. Quite frankly,
0: just explain the limit down when it comes to the the US futures.
1: So what happens in US futures, it's, it's, it's after the great crash in in, um, in 87, they introduced what they call circuit breakers. So um, they determine what allowed to be a daily move. So in the s and I think it's 7%. might be 5%. Yes. I'm not sure. Mm. So if it moves either 5 or 7% um, and it trades, it hits that price, um, they basically halt it. And they hold it for, I think, until there's an uptick or they halt it for a certain time period. It's almost like an auction and they reopen it and they carry on and they allow to deviate by another 3%. It's a very similar method that the JSC use in uh, price volatility auctions where they're halting in South yes. Africa, they hold the JSC for 12 minutes. It's, it's a similar process. It's supposedly to try and allow for an orderly market, but it, quite frankly, in my experience, it doesn't. Just because, panics uh, people. It does 100%. Everyone wants to get first out that door, unfortunately.
0: Yes. Well, I mean, if you look at the NASDAQ futures, the higher mm-hmm. this morning was 11,763. Uh, it is now eleven thousand three hundred and sixty-three. So we had a four hundred-point move. The market has reopened and it is up nearly one percent now. The Nasdaq, but the S and P is still down. Uh, so obviously diverging views on that. But the S and P was one percent down two minutes ago. It is now point five percent down. So it's all over the show.
1: Mm, mm. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know, Lindsay. Really, I mean, obviously, it's going kind to of swing and graze. We expect this volatility with the with the um, the VIX a few days ago at forty one percent. You know, that was telling you that this is a very, very volatile uh, time period. And actually, I saw a lot of uh, brokers sort of changing their margin limits too uh, yesterday, um, sort of tightening ahead of what could possibly be this uh, very volatile period. I think, yeah, well, I think we're probably in the early stages yet. There's not As I said, Mark Hmm. is still digesting the fact that Mr. Trump has come out and falsely awarded himself victory and asked them to cease counting.
0: Yes, I'm looking at uh, more mundane but uh, more pertinent matters from a South African point of view in the short term anyway, and that is Stock Exchange News Service, and I've got absolutely nothing there. Um, I think no. today, tomorrow's the, the day, isn't it? There's a couple of sets of results, including Discam, but today is a little bit of a write-off. Not much happening there, and I think probably that was by design when people knew that November the 4th mm. would be occupying people's minds in other ways. They thought, well, we're not going to put out any uh, results or anything like
1: that. I just remind people, tomorrow we do have disk game, as you pointed out, and uh, we also have a Foshini group as well, interim results, and I think there's a production update as well uh, for Arsenal and Metal. So, yeah, a little bit busier on the Sens tomorrow.
0: Okay, uh, let's have a look at the spot prices if we can. We've gone through the futures. Who knows where they'll be later on? It's almost impossible to predict, but uh, I'd just love to know who's pushing this market around. Is it the, is it the punters? Is it the hedge funds? It's, I think it's probably a combination of, of both, but certainly mm. someone's having some fun. The rand yesterday broke 16 to the US dollar. It is now 1640. I mean, talking about volatility, as we were, the currency markets, 2125 is the British pound against the rand. The euro rand is nineteen. 11 and the euro dollar is 116.40. So this is risk-off for emerging market currencies because the euro dollar is steady as you like. Nothing happening there, 116.40. So if
1: I can actually, yeah. So, so I actually sent out a, a, a sort of a brief one-liner to, to the so in, sort of internal uh, group here because the dollar index was yes. basically moved 1.1% within the last hour. Ah. Uh, and for me, that is very much uh, the ultimate sort of risk-off, you know, flight to, to dollar. Uh, and that's what we're seeing now. So on the back of that, yeah, we've, we've taken a bit of a knock. But yes, looks like everyone wants to quickly dive into the dollar. In fact, I think the, the US, the, the bonds as well, also sort of took a huge sort of bid as well. So really, everyone's sort of really scared about this risk off at the moment.
0: And with the strong dollar, we've got uh, the gold price down at 1892, was 1910 at one stage yesterday. Platinum down $7 or odd to eight fifty-three dollars 53 an ounce. And where's Palladium, please, Nick?
1: Uh, it's down 2% also, selling off uh, $45. It is back uh, under twenty-two, twenty-two thirty-seven. 22.37, sorry, I beg your
0: pardon, 22.37. One of the most volatile weeks we've seen in the oil markets for quite a while. This morning pretty steady it's up half a percent that's mm. the West Texas at $37.50 oh, yeah and Brent crude oil has changed its big figure from 40 to 39 but only well, is, just...
1: it, is, it not, sorry, mm-hmm. is it is it not sorry is it is it not Mr. Trump being uh, being an oil man maybe And <laughs> <laughs> oil is holding steady keep those he, frackers happy I don't think he could
0: ever be, claim to be any sort of man <laughs> let alone an oil man but anyway the Brent crude oil price is uh, $39.65 down uh, very very slightly okay uh, movers on the JSC today first of all what's the mood of the, JSC? What is the JSE made of it? Give us the all share first before we go into the, uh, the individual stocks.
1: Well, I mean, I think the, the all share is, is, I mean, a little bit down. I mean, it was up almost 350 points, to put things in perspective. It's now down 250, so very much in tandem with global markets having a reversal from being up half to down half. But the general mood is nervous, and, and there's a, I mean, there's a bit of a noise behind me. A couple of people have come in today to sort of stand around the TV and uh, on the trading floor and actually watch what's going on. That is quite fascinating. But uh, I think almost like a nervous mood to this market, like how is this going to play out? And there was a, a collective sort of uh, moan when when we saw the after Trump's um, press conference, when we saw that he's going to sort of possibly tap into uh, his lawyers in the Supreme Court. So at the moment, nervous, nervous trade. And uh, and I think a lot of people also watching the RAND, that you're very much a proxy of risk this side of the world. And as you pointed out now, two and a quarter percent weak in us. It's quite a big move for the RAND.
0: On the upside, on the JC, on my 15-minute delayed screen, car track up just over 7%. Sassel, another good morning so far anyway. 4.4% higher. Hammerson up 4.3%. Uh, on the downside, Nedcore down 3.8%, predictable with the movement in the RAND. Trueworths with its results, oh no, it's Vashini with results, so later, but anyway, uh, retailer, Trueworths down 3.3%, first RAND another bank down 3.2%, Capitech completing a nasty morning for the banks with a 3% fall, but then ABSA comes in as well with 2.9%. Suddenly the bank's very, very sensitive to the movement in the RAND, even more so than usual.
1: Very much, full house, as you said. Nedbank, ABSA, first RAND, Standard Bank, Capitech also came up with some quite uh, quite positive, really positive news. On uh, they're about to attack the other four in in the sort of the mortgage market with house lending. Yeah, uh, they've got they've partnered up a new new app, and that was very well received. But no, to have unfortunately today. Uh, and I can also throw in the fact uh, um, RMB also down in Sundham as well, also down 2.63. So literally dominated by financials and rand sensitive stocks to the downside today. Uh,
0: the indices, please, after 15 minutes of trading on this extraordinary morning.
1: Okay, so on in the indices today, we have the All share now firmly uh, in the red, down 0.6%, 300 points after being up 350 about half an hour ago, uh, 52,870, top 40 pretty much the same, down a half, 260 down, 48,592. Utilities keeping us a little bit in the green, in that index uh, 3% higher. Technology 2.94% higher, and healthcare shares just in the green by 0.1. But dominated by the downside, financials the big lag at 2% down. Energy shares also down by 3 quarters of a percent. Industrials lagging by 0.75 and basic materials 0.1 as well.
0: And the S&P has gone from a percent down to 0.5% down to now 0.9% down in the space of the time that we've been talking. Nick, you've got an evening off tonight, but I'll speak to you tomorrow evening with David Shapiro for the Five O'Clock Shadow. That was the opening, and Nick, it's from Sandham Private Wealth. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors, and do not reflect the policy, position,